Hey, it's Dan. Welcome back. You're watching I Allegedly and uh, by popular demand. Uh, I got Bob Kudla from Trade Genius here with me. And uh, Bob made a bunch of predictions over the course of the last couple months as far as where the market was going to go. And he's been spot on. But he also said that things are going to uh, run into a bumpy patch uh, after Martin Luther King Day and until Easter. So, uh, Bob, thank you so much for being here. I am absolutely thrilled yeah. to get here before the uh, um, doomsday prediction. But the worst of all worlds is what you said. We should call this video because that's where we're headed. And I'm like, wow, that is the greatest title ever okay, for a video. But Yeah, uh, uh, yeah far be it from influencers to have a, a doomsday meme. But uh, this one actually is for real. And uh, we, we're setting up for, uh, you know, I think I told Dan this last year too, um, you know, Christmas will be would be Santa's going to show up, and then after Martin Luther King Day, the market's going to um, is going to have a really rough patch until Easter. In fact, the first couple of days of this year, it looked like it was going to start early. You know, t yesterday the market, or two days ago, the market popped up a little bit, but after we get past the Martin Luther King holiday, a lot of things happen. If you guys just bear with me, I'll tell you why these things aren't secrets. You know, I may be a trade genius, but I'm not prophetic. These things have. Uh, you know, there's there's footprints in the sand here. So you have a situation where Janet Yellen's going to have to sell a lot of bonds and she's been cheating on the way she's been selling it. She's going to have to do it the right way going forward. And that takes money out of the out of the stock market. Number one. Number two, the volatility index is where <clears throat> companies that trade use to uh, assess risk uh, has a kind of a change in character between February and April. And that causes liquidity to come out of the market as well. The comps on companies first first uh, quarter, which is fourth quarter and year end, is a confessional period where a lot of times they'll throw uh, a lot of balance sheet stuff out, uh, make mm -hmm. make uh, more conservative predictions, and it, and it causes the market to, to be on its heels a little bit. And that comes up starting in the next two or three weeks, you know. And then um, finally, the fourth, the first, the the fourth year of an election of a first-term president, January and February, are always weak, and it started that way. And then finally, there's a there's a, a correlation out there that starts with uh, um, the three days prior to Christmas and the three days after Christmas. They call it the Grinch effect, and it was a positive Grinch. And when you have a positive Grinch, 18 out of the last 21 times, you have a negative market for the year. And the negative market is a lot of times is is, is um, double digits. We have people walking by in front of us doing goofy things. No, but you're also the only guy that would be able to remember those stats. I think I'm good with stats and remembering stuff. But you're just the best at this stuff. You're, oh, yeah. You're so good at uh, keeping track of all this stuff. Well, so, it's important because if you get the macro right uh, and then you get the right sectors, you make money. And then we just use our algorithm. So, you know, I want to say this is hard. The hard part is believing what you're seeing. So uh, uh, that's why we wrote algorithms so that we don't trust our own instincts. And um, and that's been working really well. Mm -hmm. So uh, so we're comfortable with our approach. If we're wrong, we don't care because our algorithm will tell us to stay in the trades. But it's not looking good. So basically, is it a sell-it-all approach and be in cash? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, right the problem this time is usually you can cycle out of stocks into the bond market. But the bond market is going to be the reason why the stock market is going to sell off. So you're going to get a, probably a bump up in rates. And uh, when you 
Right now, the correlation is when rates rise, stock market falls, oil goes with it. But oil's having a bit of a trouble here now, too, because uh, we're starting to get that situation where there's too much oil out there. And it's seasonally weak. January and February seasonally weak for oil. So we're not going to get a good guy there. So the way I've been protecting myself is that, you know, we went into the year with shipping companies, uh, healthcare, and energy, and they all rocked. Yeah, you called shipping at our last video and said that shipping was going to take off. And a lot of people that took advantage of that really rode that up. Yeah, you should have all got double-digit gains on that. It's playing itself out now. So, you know, we're, we're pulling back and we're selling as things are hitting our, our stops. But, the, you know, the only safe havens that we potentially see out there is uranium is, um, is still, it still lights out trade as a grinder. And then probably large cap healthcare might be the only place you're going to be safe. Other than that, uh, it's going to be really, really, uh, um, it's going to be a really dicey market. It's going to really annoy a lot of people mm -hmm. because you're going to lose money in the stock market, lose money in the bond market, and and gold and silver and oil aren't going to protect you. And, uh, and Bitcoin just had a big run, and they're not going to be immune to the liquidity because everybody's front running these ETFs that are coming out. And and once those ETFs are announced, then you typically have a sell the news event, and then they're suspect to um, this sub the suspect they're there's they're susceptible two liquidity polls because they're, you know, they're not an entity in of itself, even though they don't have liabilities. Um, they just, they won't be able to avoid a massive selling in the market. So, so we, we think it's going to be next 60 days is going to be pretty, uh, pretty dicey. Uh, there'll be trades in there and that's why, and that's when our service usually shines. You know, okay. Bob runs trade genius and Bob since right before Thanksgiving set up a, a webpage where you can save, a huge amount of money if you go to danlovestrading.com and I'll leave the link below, but you can get a bundle package and discounts to take advantage of Bob's different programs from very simple to uh, larger programs where you get access to Bob and there's chat room and things like that, that you can take advantage of. Again, danlovestrading.com. But uh, um, so right now, I mean, you really think this is it. This is going to be the switch. It's going to flip and things are going to take a turn for the worse. Yeah. No matter what they do is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, it's because of what they do and they have no choice but to do it. So uh, it, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the market. People are going to get really scared and then we'll come into April and then there's going to be a pop in the market again. So it's going to, it's going to work like a sine wave. And if I can make one point clear, sure. a lot of guys that have joined the last couple of months, actually from this, the conversation I'm having, you guys go direct to my site. If you do let, let um, Matt know, when you come on board that you came from Dan's site so that uh, you can get the best discount. And, and, um, and so I can let Dan know that people are interested in what we're doing. Yeah, I constantly plead with Bob to do this, you know, and, uh, um, uh, you know, so, yeah, let him know. If you don't go through danlovestrading.com and you go through uh, Trade Genius, uh, and the way, I love your website because it does have all the information, all the details and everything to it, but uh, uh, let him know always that Dan from I allegedly sent you. Yeah, people do. So, uh, but anyway, I just want to make that point because okay. uh, people don't that. follow directions. <laughs> Neither do I. So, okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. So we're not, so you don't think tech is immune right now? And uh, no, the only thing in tech that's working right now is you got NVIDIA and super micro that's flying because the CES, even Apple couldn't even hold one day of gains. So you think what's that, what's that story's out? You know they'll they'll probably top and that'll roll the market down and and so we're losing the 
the Magnificent Seven is really what holds the market higher. And as, as some of these big names start to falter, uh, it, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy to the downside. Interesting. Interesting. So, okay. So you don't think gold and silver are going to be the safe haven? You know. No, they don't. In fact, uh, two weeks ago, I, um, I started uh, actually pulling some of my gold and silver miners off the table until the Fed is forced to intervene. See, what's happening now is that we're going to have to sell so many bonds that the, the banks and the private markets aren't going to be able to absorb it. And then once, once the Federal Reserve has to come back in the market and start buying these bonds and, and reliquifying the banks, then gold and silver will have its, uh, will have its day. But I, don't, I didn't feel like personally waiting three or four months to have dead money because there's some better opportunities out there. And for those who trade with us already and who, who, those who may be um, desire to trade with us after this conversation, there are going to be trades for us. In, in this down cycle, there are three or four stocks and ETFs that do really well in this environment uh, as they play themselves out. As you know, if you're already a subscriber, the trade force indicator, we call it the worm, is this absolutely killer. And, and it'll keep you on the right side of the trades. It'll put you in, in setups that you won't believe will work, but will work. And, and uh, we'll be using those to identify these these inverse ETFs that'll that'll play itself out really well. Okay, I know what an inverse ETF is, but to let people know, this is an ETF that you buy, exchange traded fund that is um, basically you're betting that things are going to go in a negative direction, and if they go in a negative direction, you make money on a negative ETF. Correct. Th that's correct. And there's there's non leveraged and there's leveraged and there's ultra leveraged ETFs. So. You know, depending on the circumstance, will be what we'll pick, and uh, and there's some great there's some great ones out there that are are uh, that respond well into an environment where stocks go down and bonds go down, and so we'll we'll have you positioned for those. Okay, you can recommend some of those too. But so right now, the one thing that you always do is you always recommend stocks, but you're telling people to uh, batten down the hatches and and what does somebody do if they've got their their four hundred one k and you know, their IRA that's got loaded with stocks right now, and it, do they sell and just keep the cash position? Or what do they do? They talk to their financial advisor? What do you recommend that people do that are in that position? Yeah, I'll just tell you what I did. So in my in my long-term accounts, I'm 35% cash now. I tilt it more towards large cap uh, healthcare companies. And then everything else that I own uh, pays a dividend or has a weekly option that I can sell against. In my trading account, I'm... I'm uh, really light right now so I'm, I'm anticipating this move and the market hasn't done much over the last two weeks even though it's been grinding down and grinding up it, it's not a, a big market to make too much money like my personal portfolio is up 1.42 percent for the year which is pretty good for the week and a half that the market's been open but it's not it's not it's not like uh um you can throw darts at the market and make money so okay. what i would say is i'd have a really hard conversation with your financial advisor and I would I would I would ask them to to look at the environment where where uh, you know the Federal Reserve I mean the Treasury has to sell six trillion dollars in in bonds and who's going to buy those bonds and if yield goes up what's going to happen to my portfolios and and I would say you know how, how are you going to change this mix and a lot of these guys are just stuck you know they they have well if you go out of stocks you go into bonds you know they don't want you in cash because they can't make money on you in cash. So you're going to have to really, really work them pretty hard. Or if they 
they'll do that and say, okay, I want my stop out prices. If it gets below certain levels, what what am I getting out of? Because look, you have a whole year to pay taxes on gains. Yes. And what I've noticed is that the first uh, of this year, um, a lot of professional investors sold a lot of stocks right out of the gate, and that just tells me that they have the they're ready with the panic button to bail out this year. You don't you don't go into a year where you're supposed to have two trillion dollars in positive flows, and the first four days of the year you have uh, pretty strong selling. So that just tells you, it should inform you. And like I said, you know, you have the Grinch that was saying they're they're pumping before the new year. You get the first five days of the year with negative, which is negative. And if January ends up negative, all but guarantees a negative year. So why should you sit for a whole year and And just watch and hope versus just, hey, get some dry powder and let some of these dumps happen and then you can buy back in at that lower price. You don't have to sell everything. You know, I can't sell everything. The tax bill will be too high for me on, on my biggest account, which is not an IRA. Uh, I don't feel like taking the tax hit on some of these stocks. So I'll sell calls. I'll write some puts. I'll do some of those things. And they're all dividend payers. Which, again, Bob can explain how to do this. And regardless of where the market's going, Bob makes money on trading. And... Uh, you know, the other thing, the two things to think about, the banks right now are having a come to Jesus moment, to say the least, because they've got, you know, you know, there's so much money right now in the first half of the year. There's there's half a trillion dollars in commercial real estate loans that are getting called in. And these people cannot refinance this. The, the rates are doubled from when they did it before. You're seeing the vacancies down 20 percent across the country right now. It's 19.6 percent is the worst we've seen it ever, ever, ever. In the worst economic downturn, it was at 18.8%. So now we're seeing it much higher. And you're going to see more banks go out of business, more uh, uh, commercial real estate companies go out of business. You're going to see more commercial real estate be given back to the bank. And they're not in the commercial real estate business, guys. So there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be challenging for the banks. And then you get into the real estate. My buddy that runs the foreclosure company, is seeing a complete and utter increase in the activity with the foreclosures right now. He was doing four foreclosures a week, and he did 11 yesterday uh, that he posted. And uh, beyond that, he's like, Dan, this is nothing. Wait till you see what I end my week with. So this activity, this negative activity, is going to get busier. Yeah, and and uh, you know, and you can't repurpose some of these buildings either. So, uh, you know, you, people say, well, just convert an office tower into... Uh, it's just the way they're constructed. They don't they don't lend themselves to uh, becoming you know um, uh, housing stock, and so maybe twenty percent of it could be repurposed. We're gonna have ghost towers for 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 decades. We're gonna you're gonna see what they're doing in China. You're gonna see in the U.S. where they're gonna take these some of these skyscrapers down because they're just gonna be uh, just too dangerous to have to have up. You see that in Vegas, too, where they will have a casino that goes out of business and it's cheaper to have the vacant land for the taxes and rip the building down and and sell off the parts than it is to pay the taxes on an empty casino. Um, uh, you know, what's it, Silvergate or what is it? The one right going into in Prim, the one that's terrible. So that one is uh, uh, they're ripping it down right now. Last time I drove through Vegas, it was awful. You know? Are you being with the roller coaster? Uh, no, that's Buffalo Bill's. The next one in, okay. which is Terribles. That one, uh, you know, Gold Strike. Gold Strike, which turned into Terribles, went out of business. Now they're ripping the whole building down. So, 
you know, yeah. going to have a nice gas station there. <laughs> but, um, you know, you mentioned China. You think that China's about to tank, don't you? Yeah, they, 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 it's, it's inevitable. It's physics. It's funny. You know, I've been talking about China going, going um, bust for the last four or five years, and now, now you got guys like Grant Cardone discovering that China's going to go bad. You know, um, it's, it's, it's bad news over there. They, they, they have a controlled capital market. So if they open their capital markets up, uh, money will just leave the country and they'll implode faster. But now they just have no good place for it. You know, where trade flows are falling, you know, Mexico and uh, Vietnam and India are the, the great recipients for our, our cold shoulder to, um, to China. And what that's causing is, is um, unemployment is, is rapidly increasing there. Uh, you have youth unemployment that is approaching 30%. And and they don't they don't have an answer for you. You know, it's funny because they're like, well, they're a communist country to make you do things. Well, you know, one thing they can't do is they can't make you non indifferent. And and these people just shut down. And and so they may be forced to do things. When you force people to do things, you don't get max productivity. And so um, they're going to be losing their edge in a lot of ways. Belt and Road has been an utter disaster. And the more uh, hyperbolic uh, G gets, the more people are pulling back from them. And if you notice now, there's basically a ring around the um, uh, China from Japan all the way through to India where they, they have, um, I would say, strategic competitors defending their, their space, you know, so and they're all in the U.S. orbit. And China, all of China's goods move through that environment. So, so they're kind of stuck. And, and, uh, and they, look, they can't feed themselves. They don't have enough internal energy resources. And so um, what that usually means, if you can't export your way out of it, you're a failed state. And I consider China a failed state. It's just that it's going to take, you know, a couple more years for it to happen, unless we have a famine. If we have a failed crops in China, then it's all bets off. Because, you remember, Argentina just shifted to the right, and they're bailing out of China's sphere of influence back to the U.S.'s. Yeah. And that's one of their big granaries. Fascinating, fascinating. Now, don't forget, guys, take a look at danlovestrading.com. I will leave this uh, uh, link for you guys below as well. But uh, you can get a hold of Bob at Trade Genius and uh, have him, uh, uh, you know, get access to him, get access to his platform and uh, the chat room and everything else. And you can get in here or you can buy it all and get in with Bob. But, uh, um, you know, a few more things. Let's close this out with, you know, so it's just wild. I mean, you've never been this cut and dry, you know, and so you really think that this is it, that we're going to see a, a, a dark period for not for the end of days or anything like that for the stock market. You're going to see a down period is what you think is coming. Yeah. I mean, too many things are lined up. I mean, I'd be, I'd be incredibly surprised if they're able to carry the market through to Easter without a significant uh, market correction. And when I mean significant, double digit. So, you know, usually the move from October to the 20th of December was an unprecedented move up and, and uh, almost kind of like a blow off top. And so that move usually gets retraced back about 80, 78 to 80%. And that, that should bring the markets down in the, you're looking at SPY, you know, between 330 and 370. And right now it's trading at 470. So you're looking at, you know, there's a potential even of 20, 25%. I'm not making that market call. Wow. I really don't care. So my point is that if I'm wrong, we'll be long. So what I'm saying is that the macro environment is telling you that, that um, you need to be extremely cautious here. 
And we've been pretty right on on this, you know, from September into Halloween, we said no, you've been scary. Scary, right, yeah. on, on this. The other thing is, is that, so you know, the Fed's going to cut rates six times this year. Do you see that happening? Uh, probably not, probably three times, unless we really fall off a cliff. The Fed follows the market. So um, they're, they're going to be drag kicking and screaming into rate cuts. The market's predicting six. That's another thing that we've been talking about, too, is that the environment for uh, uh, everybody front ran the Fed bringing interest rates down one and a half points. And, and uh, you know, Jerome Powell's going to be, he's a very reluctant to do that. Janet Yellen kind of cut him off at the knees with this T-bill issuance. She can't do that this year. Uh, they're already losing money every time she does it. So uh, she's going to have to back off of that. In fact, we're at extreme levels of her screwing that up that you know we talked about that in our podcast so but if you want to end this thing i'll give you some stocks to think about please do and and, and one last thing of that before we get into that and that's the bitcoin thing see i think that all this talk about the ets have led the price to go up yep. and that if they do approve it it's not just going to go up 40 percent overnight like people think it's going to happen I, no I, you know. that's what that's what happened last time when we when they had the futures contract it's all oh, futures are going to trade Bitcoin is going to go to the moon. It went from sixty-five thousand down to thirteen. So, you know, uh, it, there's an axiom in, in trading is that uh, once the news is known, uh, and then once it comes out, uh, you get a reverse reaction. So our view is that it's going to be pull, it's going to pull back from there. It's had a great run. The mark the miners, Bitcoin miners, have already started to pull back some. So they're already anticipating that that uh, it's going to be a sell the news event. Now, when the Fed starts, you know, pumping. Bitcoin's going to, and gold and silver are going to rock it. So. Okay. okay. So buy low. Okay. Sell high. And okay. Your predictions. Yeah. So here's the, here's the, the stocks that we're going to be looking at for this environment. It's going to be uh, SARK. It's going to be NVDS. It's going to be TBT. And then you want to short the small caps. They're going to suffer the most, which would be TZA. All of those will require special handling and care because you just can't buy those now and then, and then close them at Easter because you'll end up losing money on all, all four of them. So you're going to have to trade those, and, and that's, we'll help you do that. But those are the areas that I'll, I'll, be, focused, I'll be trading all of those, and, and, uh, and from there you'll, uh, you need to be in and out of them, and then you'll make, you'll make some good money on these moves because the moves down are like F elevator moves. You know, you'll drop three or four days really strong, and then usually then dumb money comes in to short it again. You'll get a two-day pop. So we'll be in and out of these trades and, and help people make money. And and uh, just basically being a, uh, a seagull. As the big fish bring the bait up, we'll eat. And then we'll get out of the way and wait for the next bait ball to come. Great. Sell and then get right back in with the cash and then get back in. Okay. So, yep. guys, that, again, thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm just so excited about this just because... Uh, Everything he's predicted through the end of the year, Santa Rally, everything, everything was spot on. Okay, 100%. Bravo to you. You know, on one thing that we talked about, Bob is having a training program in Florida that is sold out right now. But how many of you would want to go to attend a, a trading program with Bob? Let's talk about that. I mean, put, put yes for trading, Bob, or I'd like to trade with Bob, or whatever in the comments, because... I'd love to have, you know, a trading session that we all get together and, and have Bob teach you guys for a couple of days too. I think that would be very cool and go someplace fun. You're going to Florida on this one. So. Yeah, Florida. We do Florida, then we do Hawaii. We kind of go back and forth. COVID screwed us up for a couple of years. 
But the other thing too is that if you can't make a face-to-face -face one, ask. Let us know if you want to do some online. Maybe do some webinars and yeah. stuff, guys. But just let us know if that's something that you think would be an option. But again, very exciting after Martin Luther King Day to Easter, where the market goes and what they're going to do and what they're going to invent, what they're going to tell us is okay and it's not, you know. But uh, I follow Bob, and I again very lucky that I have you on speed dial and I can ask you questions all the time. But uh, you know. Take a look at danlovestrading.com to take advantage of the bundle that he put in for Black Friday. You made those deals, and, and they're fantastic. But, uh, um, you know, what else? Anything you want to close it with? I mean, just be, you know, be cautious, guys. Understand yeah. this, that that this is, we're not in a good environment right now. And I know Mr. Gloom and Doom, you know, you guys, I'm just reporting the news, guys, right now. I, I've got myself set up to where I'm not in debt. I am not chasing things. I don't have expensive car payments. I don't piss my money away, to be honest with you. And I follow advice from guys like this who are very secure and know what they're doing. He just happens to be in the financial space. So hey, look, I'm an I'm an optimist, and uh, you know, for for uh, warned is forearmed. You know, I mean, if you if you sit in cash and the market goes down twenty percent, you just give yourself one massive discount. And if you're if you're Dan's age or my age, you know you don't want to take big drawdowns because you know you don't have years to to build it back up. So, um, you know, just be realistic. And and, uh, and look, you know, you're listening to this show because you, you know you you know that you're, you're getting lied to on a on a regular basis. It's a diet of lies and narratives. So, um, the, the only thing that pays you is price action pays. We have the tools for that, and and we'll help you navigate it. And uh, and I think you'll like it. When we charge for services, nothing compared to what you get out of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of people made a lot of money too with it. So thank you, sir. Happy thank New Year again. And uh, um, guys, uh, please don't forget to hit the like button. Please don't forget to subscribe as always to the channel. Share this video with people. And uh, now we got a predictor, guys. We got dates. We got times. We got everything to look forward to. So take a look at danlovestrading.com. And if you want to get a hold of me, it's hello at iallegedly.com is the email address. Onward and upward, guys. We will see you very soon. Yep. Thank you.